toys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds. Welcome to episode 53 of Where the Toys Are, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Brent St. James, and I'm Where the Toys Are on instagram And I'm Sam Super, the Grail Gang Goo, the audio tourist, Brent. Hello. What is going on, man? Nothing. Happy to be here with you. Happy to be with you, too. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. We took, yeah. we took a little bit of a break. We had some good guests over the last couple of months. And here we are on the verge of Halloween. I know. We've been decorating and seeing the stores. The one in Emeryville finally opened. It's yeah. been like open in September. I'm like, you do know it's September 15th, right? So Brett, Brett is a, I get a lot of messages from Brett daily. I talk to him. That's the I thing is, <laughs> Sam and I don't see each other, but we, we talk, talk. Like every day, Starting constantly. like at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Going to whenever I pass out. There are sometimes that something will come through and I'll be like, oh, I'll answer it tomorrow. But, I'll, know. but I'll do that thing where like I'm up till 10 or 10.30 or 4 or like, you know, or later or and four. I just I just you wake up to like 30 memes <laughs> yeah <laughs> from you from, from yeah yeah but anyways but it, thank you I mean I wouldn't die if people weren't sending me things but so. it's pretty funny because uh, Brent's like oh yeah so um, the uh, spirit store is packed and then he's like oh the spirit store is lacking he's like oh I got this <laughs> well and, and and Brett's decor is very hot traditional Disney Haunted Mansion. Well, so right now, so they I don't know if they have it every year, but a couple of years ago, they had the Haunted Mansion license. And that's where I got this like throw that was like Florida Lee right. uh, that Cleo loves. Um, and so I don't think they had it last year. I think last year was kind of like <clears throat> Jason and things like that. Right. As far as like tchotchkes, they have a, you know, a section that you're going to get candles and yeah. dish towels and all this. Well, this year they went hog at wild because of the movie that I guess that came out. Right. And I got these beautiful tapestries that are 24 by 60. Nice. When I read the description, but these are online though. So I went right. on spirithalloween.com because this store was taking forever to open. Right. And um, so I was like, let's see what they have. Cause they see these people getting these crystal balls and all these things so I open up you know I go into go under the website and they have them and it's also they have this bust of the guy that you know one of the right. you know one of the singing faces busts. at the end yeah. yeah so they had him and said limit one per order so I thought you know what they were having a sale that you bought one thing and got a second thing half off so I was able to get these tapestries four of them for $17.50 they're polyester damn they're 24 by 60 and yeah. folks they're the things they're the they're the stretching paintings in the in the elevator right so they have grommets to hang or they have a thing for a curtain rod, yeah, you got them in your staircase. It's, it's pretty cool. Beautiful. Well, I'm stretching yeah. them out, but they're, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm actually gonna mount them and hang them on my wall in my bedroom, and they're okay. always gonna be up in there because they're that beautiful. Yeah. Now you can get prints of those things too, but I'm not in Disneyland, and well, I'm not about to go well, pay. I've been getting, you know, ads served on Instagram by Temu. Yes, and it Temu's like an AliExpress or some kind of other thing, uh, but they've been. They've been uh, ad serving me a bunch of haunted mansion stuff. Right, that's where I saw those tapestries. Yeah. Okay. Originally. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, they're beautiful, and I say snatch up the things you want from Haunted Mansion online because they didn't have much of a, a, a selection in store, but I did get these beautiful masks. Yeah, those are pretty cool. That are of the, the Hitchhiking Ghost, yeah. and they're blacklight reactive. Yeah, nice. So when I saw that on the thing, I was like, all right, and so I snatched those. But yeah, so just been you know slowly rolling it out. Yeah. And uh, I want to have the house done for a whole month yeah. for Halloween. And I think I'm almost done. You know, back in the day, I would like, well, anybody that came to my early parties, yeah. just stuff everywhere. Because I wanted to kind of emulate the the Peanuts Halloween party. Yeah. They have a big thing with apples to yeah. bob for, you know, right. a table with pumpkins to carve. And so kind of go for that vibe. Um, but now I'm just like, you know what? Lights here, something pretty there. And it's kind of like getting me off that way, <laughs> you know? Well, no, I feel you on that. Penny Lane has been like, anytime we go to Marshall's, you know, Marshall's is like oh, a yeah. Ross or a TJ Maxx. I mean, it's like of that. heavy Halloween. Like, so we went to a couple weeks ago, we went to um, the company I worked for at the Port of Oakland. Um, they took us to like some horse races at the Golden Gate Fields, which is closing. Golden Gate Fields is closing. It's a barrier. It's, it's like one of the only racetracks left in mm-hmm. the area. So we went and did like an afternoon there, like the company, like, you know, Got the nice the nice buffet and drink tickets and everything, so we were in uh, you know uh, close to Albany because that's where the, host, the racetrack is. Rich, it's like close to like North Berkeley, north oh, of Oakland. Yeah. So we went to Little Hill Lounge, is this really cool bar in um, in Albany, and across the street. After you know, we got dressed up to go to this this you know work thing at like two in the afternoon on a Saturday because it's like derby style. Yeah. So then we go to Little Hill Lounge, have a couple drinks, meet a really cool bartender. And then Penny's like, ooh, Marshall's across the street. So beeline to Marshall's across the street afterwards. And they had so much Halloween stuff. Mm. And this is like two weeks ago. So it's like mid-September, early September, first week of September. And, uh, you know, we picked up mugs. We picked up a lot of really cool peanut stuff. But they had a lot of really cool decorations. And then another big joke I have with Penny Lane is like, oh, cool. You went to Target to get groceries and stuff. Oh, wait a minute. Like, you got like six cases of like sparkling water, some seltzer, some cat litter. This is like... What did you spend the other hundred and twenty? Oh, I got all these Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going, I'm going in the garage and I'm finding back Target bags full of Halloween stuff. I you love know? it. I'm all for her. I'm on her side because the Target has some cute shit this it year. It does. They it does. really Hello. did. They yeah. really knocked it out. Yeah. Everybody is. So this is technically our pre-Halloween pre-gaming episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm, I hear rumors you're going to have a Halloween party again this year. Yeah, we're doing a Halloween party again this year. We do a Halloween party um, every two years. So if you're in the Oakland area, uh, send me a DM and come on through. Um, but aside from that, it's been a it's been a very busy month. We just had PulseCon, had Hasbro PulseCon last uh, last week. A lot of good announcements, a lot of a lot of amazing stuff from the GI Joe team. We're going to go into that news and give you the updates on what's hot on the streets. And uh, you know, right now I'm looking at a couple things that I got in the mail. Uh, you know, let's let's just go into pickups. Okay, yeah, totally. It's been kind of, um, I don't know, I've kind of been behaving. It's been one of those cycles where all the pre-orders are coming in now. Right, so, right. you know, your trouble bubbles have come yeah. and that kind of thing. So and, you, how many trouble bubbles did you get? Well, one at first, and then I decided that because of my OCD and there's two heads in there that I've got to get another one. Yeah, I got two so. right off the bat. I got two of those and I got two of the Valkyrie boxes. And so I have like four Valkyries and two trouble bubbles. Yeah. And then I started putting those um, trouble bubble uh, televiper heads on other 
figures. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's I've been it's been a really big troop. I got one month. set of Valkyries, and now yeah. I wish I would have got another one. But I think we're gonna be able to get them later. Yeah, and you know, I think Hasbro is finally getting the message that we want to army build GI Joe. Oh yeah, well they've yeah. you know they're giving us a lot to do it with. So. Yeah. So that's cool. What else did you get? So, well, um, so the big, uh, we'll go into this end of the news because I have a theory. So I, I'm looking at the uh, the G.I. Joe classified low light, which is on pre-order, which is, you know, low light uh, number 86 in the G.I. Joe classified line. One of my favorite figures this is pretty much the same looking figure. It's like the same as the one that, you know, I had when I was a kid, a lot more detail. And then I got an extra grunt that I ordered, and I gave uh, Brent a grunt. Thank you very much. We'll right, talk about his scandal want, as well. Yeah, there's a lot of scandalous grunt troop building stuff going on. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling <laughs> Grunt's you. supposed to be a good thing, not a bad thing. <laughs> and then I see this beautiful. So this is. I'm looking mm. at the, uh, the the creature. Well, I was able to get the NECA creature from the Black Lagoon off of eBay from somebody who had it for thirty-five dollars. That's almost retail. Exactly. That's beautiful. Free shipping. It's so much more detailed. I mean, I mean, so I love. Beautiful. I love the Jada Toys one, but this is really detailed. Well, it's just the love that they put into everything, you know, and they give you three heads, yeah. <clears throat> which are all equally as beautiful, but this head's mouth opens. Oh, nice. So it makes him always, he's my favorite, you know, universal monster, but it makes it, I think, but my favorite. But I love how they NECA. colored the scales. I know. And it just looks, it kind of. You got to get him out into light and things, too. Yeah. This room does him no justice. I now have yet you, to even take a pic of him. Now you need a hat and a coat and a scarf. Exactly. To make your uncle. Uh, uncle Gil. <laughs> uncle Gil. <laughs> I know. I've got, I'm, well, because of this, I'm going to track down that old Uncle Gilfeg and just snatch him. Well, I'm um, um, a friend of mine. I think you've. I introduced you to him at the Judas Priest show, but your name is Sip. Oh yeah, Sip. The used to own the uh, the pound in San Francisco. Cipriano. Top. Yeah, Sip Soprano, my favorite Guido. He has the old Uncle Gil figure, which he would take with him everywhere when he was traveling. Crazy. Years. Huh. So if you go through his Instagram, he has all these pictures of himself with the Uncle Gil traveling all it. over the place. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But that's a beautiful figure. I'm really impressed. He I'm, is really good. Yeah. And the Hasbro flight stands are really good as well. Yeah. So it's interesting because, you know, we... But they we, don't work on the trouble bubble. Actually, I'll show you how they do, but I have a Storm Collectibles. Storm Collectibles makes a really good uh, stand for their um, Mortal Kombat figures, and that's... That's a really good trouble bubble stand. So pickups of the of, of this uh, episode have been the Cobra trouble bubbles, which are awesome. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna go into news the more details because they're gonna do trouble bubbles in Python Patrol colors, and they're gonna be cheaper, which is kind of weird. Um, it's weird how Hasbro is forcing us to like army build trouble bubble uh, army build Python Patrol stuff. It's weird. It's weird. I, mean, I don't know if I'm into it as much as I am the other you stuff. Know, to like, be honest, you know I wasn't into it when I was a kid, and I'm, I remember I, you saying that you were put off by it when you were I'm a into, kid. But I'm into it now because I just it's like fodder. Because also I'm painting stuff, so I can just I'm like oh you know what I'll just change the colors and shit. Right. You know, you know something I got I wanted to mention is from Geeky Tiki's the Rosie the Robot from Jetsons Tiki. Oh, is mug. it a big mug or is yeah, it a... Yeah, it's a big, huge mug. And she's beautiful. It was, a, it was a Comic-Con exclusive. Only 300 made. Oh, nice. And she finally came in. It's beautiful, beautiful. Nice. Yeah, and Chrysanthemum. I got basically the the new Black, the Black Series wave. Did I talk about the newest Black Series wave on the last show? No, you told you told it. You talked about like you ordered some stuff, but I mean that is a well, pickup. It came cause, well because since we last we talked to the boys, like yeah, you got that whole entire wave. Yeah, it's it's weird because it crosses lines. It, you know, we we're crossing lines, but yeah, I got that wave. It's really good. It's the one with Ezra and Sabine and and Morgan. Yeah, um, well, they're so, gonna have to redo. You know, uh, spoiler, you're gonna have to redo an Ezra in uh, you know uh, Indigenous Jesus. Uh. Well, I'll bet you anything. <laughs> that he shaves out of that. 
Well, yeah, probably. The, before for these last two episodes, yeah. he's gonna get his his old outfit back on. Yeah, something. Because like the that. fig looks old. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe they based it on the um, the hologram that you see in the beginning of. It's just a new head, right? New head and everything. Okay, yeah. So it's interesting because with the uh, you know the the black series figures of that Ahsoka line, um, I really want to get Morgan. She's um, good. You gave me your spare chopper because yeah. you already had a chopper. Yeah. Um, and it's because I never got a chopper from the Rebels uh, Black Series line, which is chill. But um, you know, I want to get that Sabine, and then you know, I don't know. I just I really hope that the Star Wars team will start doing stuff like the G.I. Joe team was. Like, hey, how about more accessories? Hey, how about interchangeable hands? Right. Hey, how about some soft goods or whatever? You well, know? you know, maybe we're getting into the things, you know, because <clears throat> you look back, <clears throat> sorry, about Han Solo, the original Han, had swappable hands. Yeah. You know, and Starkiller now has like two two or three heads. Right. So it's like, I think we're moving into that direction. Well, but Marvel to Legends where, have always had swappable hands. I know, but... And, and it's just kind of funny They how, treat Star Wars different yeah. than everything else. Star Wars is royalty. I guess. Like, Royalty, royalty. Yeah. That's why they're not the same scale as anything. They're, yeah. I don't know. Oh, also, another cool thing I picked up is um, right now is a good time to go to Target to find clearance stuff, but I found a. I don't, I'm not, I don't collect helmets, right? Right. But I got that. I got uh, the Bo Katan helmet. The, the Black Series, the nice helmet. Remember? I showed yeah, you the picture. You're wearing it. Oh, it, it, it totally fits me. I was kind of stoked because now I can get a Boba Fett one that fits me. But it's the Bo Katan helmet. And it was on it was on the clearance at Target for thirty two bucks. Dang! And it like it has the like the 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 the, uh, the, the thing that comes down the, the little like, viewfinder, the viewfinder oh, yeah. thing, and it like lights up. I was pretty blown away, but like right now there's hella deals to be had at Target. You just gotta know when to go, and also keep your eyes peeled. So, anyways, pickups, yeah. So that's uh that's what's up for pickups, and uh, I don't know. I mean, pretty just glad sure to be back. It. Oh, the throw. So I have a bunch of stuff sitting at work. That's been delivered since the, uh, the minute I left work on Saturday. Things started showing up, including Jabba the Hutt's throne room. Okay, so I've been seeing I wish pictures I had of that. that here. It looks amazing. It looks huge. Yeah. I think that one of these shelves are going to have to be cleaned off, and it's going to become one of them. Yeah, you should make... Uh, so the, he, Brent has like multiple shelves. He's got all the vehicles, like the Razor Crest and the Falcon parked here. This needs to be like the throne room shit, you know? Yeah, it needs to be... You built it out so you can go and do different things in it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've been looking at the room. It's beautiful. And then... And did you back the ghost? I did. You backed the ghost. Very, I backed the ghost at seven forty-five that night. I'm gonna go with a sitting right on that. where you were. <laughs> and I, yeah, and um, Stephen was like, "Just go for it." I said, "Okay, click." And that was as easy well, as but, that. But I remember when I talked to you about this, you're like, well, I'm not going to see Beyonce, so <laughs> I know. But I thought, you know, I didn't go see her, and you know, I'm pretty much, you know, I'm kind of getting the, the antsy to go to Disneyland, but I'm kind of like, you know what, you can live without that too. Yeah, you really can until it gets next year. Or, Although I don't or know, it's it's holiday wise. You never know. Like last year, I went to Disneyland three times, and, and you went, and I went, you went twice. A times. Yeah. yeah, so it's like most. You know, so some people don't get to go even that. Yeah. So I'm like, nah. My friend Ashley just got back from there though, and it looked qu not quiet, but it looked doable, and yeah. it looked, you know. Well, they got Hera and Chopper now. I know. I know. It looks so good. we'll see. But you know what though? Like Steven said, fuck it. You just get it. Why would you not get something you want to love? Yeah. So, hope he remembers that a year from now that's when good, it shows that's up. That's a good partner. <laughs> Well, well he didn't like, pay for it. He, what, he, what does he care? He's not paying for well, it. Well, it's like it's like with he's like that's not bad. I'm like, like yeah, you're not paying for it's, it. It's like with Penny. Like she's you know I I uh, so I I ordered pre-ordered a steak mountain and then it got delayed. And yeah. It hasn't arrived, but I told her I'm like hey, it's going here. I've allocated the space for it. 
it's going to hold stuff. It still hasn't come. No, it still hasn't. It's 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 down backordered. Huh? Yeah, it got oversold. Wow. Yeah, but it's it's like the placeholder for my you know for my um for my He Man stuff at home. You know, huh. I got the He Man X Men Star Wars display. But yeah, so anyways, uh, here we are at episode 53. Uh-huh. 53 of them. 53 and us. And we're in 2023 in September and Yeah, this is the last stuff. episode of September. Uh, you'll be hearing this this and the Friday. first one of fall. First one of fall, technically, because fall started on Saturday, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. So anyways, welcome to episode 53. We're where the toys are, and we'll be right back. We are back, and we have scooped up some toy news for you. And there's been a lot of stuff going on, too, Simmy. There's been a lot of stuff going <laughs> you know, on. We, all across the board, really. Yeah, we had Hasbro PulseCon last week, which yeah. is Hasbro Toys. They throw their like you know convention for their properties, which are Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, Star Wars, Power Rangers, uh, Marvel Legends, and G.I. Joe. And, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting because the first time they did the PulseCon, they actually did a physical convention in Rhode Island. And then after the pandemic, they've just been doing it online. Hmm. They got, uh, Dan from Toy Galaxy and this other British YouTuber who I don't know to host. And that was a good host because over the years, they've had really mixed weird hosts. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. Like last year, it was like that DJ guy. I'm like, I don't know who the <laughs> fuck that dude was. Or the guy from Black Eyed Peas. The guy from Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. The, it was really random. But this year, it was uh, a solid showing, and we have such big anticipation, big hopes, because, you know, uh, with the, the Ahsoka show happening right now, and Star yeah. Wars kind of in kind of in limbo, post-Mandalorian, yeah. we were expecting some awesome stuff. Um, let's go ahead and break down what we saw at PulseCon. We saw, in the morning, we saw Transformers. Transformers is perfect. They know their fans really well. They give the fans what they want. The biggest introduction was the uh, Robison, the company that made the transforming Optimus Prime, made a fully transformable uh, Grimlock, yeah. the dinosaur action figure. Crazy. And it transforms. It's perfect. But, like, you know, the Optimus Prime was only $700. This one is, like, $1,200. Wow. Yeah. But it's a dinosaur. It transforms. It's, like, really big. Very, very cool from the Transformers. Yeah. Have fun with that. Yeah. Grimlock fans. Then we had the... Um, uh, we had the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers team. They introduced some Space Ranger stuff. You know, people are like curious because they're also cross-promoting the Super 7 stuff that Super 7 is doing. Hasbro's been doing this thing where it's been promo- cross-promoting with like Super 7 because Super 7 has the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers license, mm-hmm. also has the um, uh, the GHO license. So there's, there's kind of interesting cross-promotion going on Dungeons with, and Dragons. With, with Super 7, yeah, and Dungeons and & Dragons and, and uh G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, the presentation from the Star Wars team. And I was expecting a lot more from the Star Wars team, but they didn't really present anything very groundbreaking. No. They announced an archive series. Archive series is when like they put figures back into production who are rare or, or really hard to find, but they're basically putting figures back into production specifically for the European market right. and the Asian market that might not have gotten some of the earlier basic figures. Which is cool. 
that's cool, but it was kind of disappointing because it wasn't really there wasn't really much there for you know American collectors. Yeah, I think that because we'd just gotten over the ghost thing, I think maybe there was just not a whole lot. But also, you know, we have yet to see like Toy Fair and that and New York Comic Con. So yeah, I totally forget that Toy Fair is actually coming up. Yeah, uh, like two really weeks soon, and, and so is New York Comic Con. Yeah, it's coming uh, pretty pretty soon here. So we'll see some more things. But, but two Black Series figs were, reveal were well. I mean, they revealed um, the uh, from the Ahsoka show. Spoilers, uh, Balin Skull, and they also announced the uh, Shin Hati. Uh, great figures. You figured they were going to do them. Really wish they would have come with capes. Yeah. Um, but that's all they really announced from Ahsoka. They also announced, um, you know, Vintage Collection, Chopper Vintage Collection, um, Hwang from Ahsoka, and also Vintage Collection Krennic, which is kind of cool. Um, but they didn't really announce much stuff. The pipeline reveals weren't really there were just more clone troopers and more man random mandalorians yeah uh, which were kind of weak they announced the sabine force fx elite lightsaber the captain rex premium electronic helmet and uh i don't know i was just it was i was very, happy uh, i was like you know what kept pull back a little bit on star wars if you want because yeah. i'm exhausted it was really uh, underwhelming to be honest but still you know it is what it is um then we had um Marvel Legends and Marvel Legends right now is going. Um, they're a crowd. They, they announced their Haslabs with their crowdfunding. The um, they're uh, crowdfunding the Giant Man, twenty uh, four inch figure, basically. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because again, like most Haslabs, this is dividing the community in a lot of ways that are really like silly. Um, but you know, it's basically a twenty four inch figure. They didn't need I in my opinion, they didn't need to do Haslabs for it. Are you gonna back it? Um, you know, I don't know. I might because I just like um I like the size of it and stuff. But I really kind of would have thought like you could have just put that in the store or you could have made it some kind of weird pre order offering. I don't think it needed to be a, a HasLab. HasLab is supposed to bring things of our dreams that we've been wanting. True. And dreaming of. I mean, like the barge or the razor crest right. or the ghost. But the giant man? And it, <laughs> yeah. And it's I, mean, I mean, I suppose somebody somewhere could be like, hey. No, there's a lot of people. and But the weird thing is, is since they announced it, it's been sitting at about 4,000. Huh. And now after PulseCon, it's got a little higher. It only has to go to... Um, giant man doesn't have to go that far. It has to only go to... Um, it only has to go, I want to say like 8,000 or something. It doesn't have to have that much. It's halfway there. But um, again, you know, people are like, oh, Hasbro is a big giant multimillionaire company. They don't need to do crowdfunding. They just did a big pre-order. Yeah. And when you think about it, they could have sold it. You know, it's 200 bucks, but they could have sold it for 120 bucks and just had it be a pre-order and sold it for the store. True. You know, done an exclusive thing. I'm sure if they just would have been like, hey, we're going to sell this for a week and then it's going to be gone. Just like, you know, um, uh, Nekatoys does the Turtles things. They're like, hey, this is going to be for a week and then it's going to be gone. Yeah. If you missed it, you missed it. Um, yeah. Anyways, but so they announced that. They also announced um, for, on the Marvel Legends line, they finally announced the three Spider-Men from No Way Home, the Tom Holland, yeah. the uh, Andrew Garfield, and the Tobey Maguire three-pack, which they have all the faces of the actual actors, which we knew was going to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, that so, would be cute to have. Yeah, no. I, I'm, I mean, I've been waiting for that pack because I like that movie and I like those characters and I'd rather have them with the actual faces of the actors. You yeah. Know? And, you know, I think that uh, Hasbro's finally got their face tech, uh, their face printing down really well. Yeah. It's rivaling uh, Japanese producers because it looks, they look really well. So they announced uh, the No Way Home uh, pack. They also announced the No Way Home Dr. Octopus. Uh, Dr. Oc from the, you know, that was also goes back to the original Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and then they also did a Sandman, which looks like a weird, naked, weird, sandy figure. And they did a Zendaya as Mary Jane, but she just looks really weird. <laughs> like, she doesn't look like her. <laughs> Yummy. Which, which kind of sucks. Um, and they also announced a wave of um, other Marvel Legends figures to build the void, which is some, like, bad guy character. But it's, like, Savage Namor and uh, Namorita and a bunch of other characters. But, you know, I wasn't really totally impressed by the Marvel Legends offerings. You know, they have a they put out figures constantly. And, you know... They're, 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 they have issues. I mean, the, 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 the Star Wars team has a lot of issues because they got to deal with licensing. They got to deal with Disney. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no reason, and spoiler alert, there shouldn't have been better figure offerings from the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Announced at PulseCon. But we expect that Toy Fair or New York Comic Con, they're going to probably announce some stuff from the Ahsoka show. I would think show. so, yeah. Yeah. But so the biggest, again, the VIP is the G.I. Joe team. Yeah. The G.I. Joe team had an insane task of basically announcing so much stuff that I want. It's the 6-inch Big Boa, 6-inch Airborne, 6-inch Quick Kick, 6-inch Techno Viper, 6-inch Metalhead, 6-inch Mutt, and 6-inch Classic Retro Scarlet, Classic Retro Duke. Beautiful things. The Dreadnoughts, uh, Ripper, and Buzzer. Yeah. And uh, interesting thing, they're starting to now do um, interchangeable hands. Hmm. Like, a lot of these figures come with interchangeable hands. And it's Marvel Legends have been doing interchangeable hands. Star Wars have done interchangeable hands the, in, the, in the past. But when you get to the biggest release, which is the 60th anniversary of G.I. Joe, not the, like, you know, G.I. <coughs> Joe, you know, uh, Great American Hero, but classic G.I. Joe. Right. Which is just a basic soldier. The 60th anniversary, they're calling it the Action Man figure. And it's a kind of desert, woodland camo-colored figure that comes with uh, two heads, uh, uh, a black man and a white man. And it comes with interchangeable hands that also have the same skin tones. But it comes with tons of guns. It comes with the cloth, like, trench coat. It comes with, like, a stand. Love it. I mean, I think that, you know, I really hope this sets a standard of G.I. Joe figures having stands or having interchangeable hands, you know. And this looks a lot like the Dorkside Toys Rest in Peace Limited edition Valiverse Action Force uh, figure, uh, Delta Force figure. It looks almost identical to that figure. And so when they were doing the live stream, a lot of people were like, whoa, people have been like copying Bobby Vala's homework because <laughs> it's like they have hands, they have multiple heads, they have a lot of accessories and stuff. And this Action Man figure, they're saying that you can take the vest off and you can interchange the pockets and stuff. God. Very customizable, very posable. And so then they also announced the 60th anniversary Action Sailor, which is basically like a frogman-like torpedo, but he's got like, you know, a black man profile, white man profile, and he's got all this really cool accessories. You know, people are like, again, like, it's like the G.I. Joe team at Hasbro is like, hey, this is what people want. They want to build troops. They want to build armies. They want more customization. And that's something that I think... You know, love him or hate him is Action Force and Valiverse. They've been doing that. That's how they he launched his line. And I think that's been influencing in both directions. And at the end of the day, that's a win for both of, for the collectors. Yeah, totally. We get more cool I, stuff. A lot of people like to combine both lines. I do. Whenever, you know, whenever I get a, you know, uh, a G.I. Joe figure and I don't like the guns, I'll use Valiverse guns or I'll use, uh, you know, G.I. Joe heads or Valiverse heads. Or just, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to customize stuff. I've been posting a lot of pictures of all my kit bashing I've been doing with both lines and it's been really fun. But so we had that, those announcements, the 60th anniversary Sailor, 60th anniversary Action Man. And we also have the announcement of the Hasbro Pulse exclusive Crimson Strike team, which is 
uh, a new Baroness. It's so beautiful. A new Baroness and a new uh, Zaymont and Tomax that come in a really cool briefcase. And that <laughs> yeah. Baroness face sculpt looks so oh, good. man. She She's, looks beautiful. Her glasses come off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then also we announced, like I said, the Buzzer and Ripper Dreadnoughts that look fantastic. And General Hawk. And uh, Agent Helix, who's a newer character from, like, when they were doing the Pursuit of Cobra in, like, the aughts. Um, and then we also have uh, Shockwave. And then they also just did, like, in-name only coming soon announcements. Night Creeper, the G.I. Joe, oh, the Cobra Ferret, which is, like, this 4x4 vehicle that <laughs> yeah. I had as a kid that the, the, the twins used to ride. Yeah. Um, uh, Naga High, the Dreadnought, <laughs> uh, more eels in the retro packaging. Another cool thing they announced is that they're going to do retro packaging uh, with harder cardboard so the, the cards don't bend. And... They're not going to be exclusive to Walmart. Nice. And uh, sidebar here, I've been trying to order. <laughs> Speaking of Walmart. This stupid Crimson Guardsman retro figure from Walmart. It was like, it was hard to get. They did a Snake Eyes, they did a Gung Ho, they did a Lady J. But the Crimson Guardsman that they did at Walmart was red, 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 like cherry red. The uh. ones that the figures we got are like kind of crimson, kind of like a burgundy red. Right. So I'm like, ooh, they came up on Walmart. Let me order one. So I order one. And a Snake Eyes retro on the retro card. Um, I ordered it, and it arrived the same day. It got <laughs> delivered to my office by courier from Walmart in, like, you know, in San Leandro to my office. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, everybody talks shit about Walmart. Yo, can I get some chips and salsa, too? <laughs> exactly. I should have ordered something else. But so I get it, and I see the courier outside of my parking lot of my office. I'm like, oh, this is great. I pick up the bag. I'm like, oh, so this is great. I'm like, I can't wait to tell Brett how fast it was. And I open up this fucking bag, and it's a gung-ho. It's a retro <laughs> gung-ho. He's all, yo, yo. And I'm like, god damn it, I already have gung-ho. So there was, uh, around the time, it was a couple weeks ago, I've been going with this, like, gung-ho song for, what, three weeks? Yeah. A month or something? Yep, yep. Where, like, there was this weird thing in the Target, in the Walmart computer system where they thought that the Crimson Guardsman was also, the game ski was gung-ho. So they're just pulling by skew. Ugh. They're not pulling it by it's visual. Like one, yeah. There's, it's a number. You know, they just grab it. So I'm like, fuck, man. So I'm like, well, I got to return this stupid-ass fucking Crimson Guardsman. And then the Snake Eyes arrived on the following Monday in perfect condition. The card was perfect. I didn't even open it. It looked so perfect. Huh. So then I went ahead and started the process of trying to return this Crimson Guardsman. And they're like, well, you got to send it back. I'm like, cool. I'll send, it, I'll send back the gung-ho. So send back the gung-ho. And then their return system is so fucked up that, like... You can drop it off at the post office, but then it has a tag for FedEx to pick it up from the post office, then take it to Walmart. Oh, God. So it took two weeks for that fucking gung-ho to get back. And they're like, just last uh, last week, they're like, we're sending out the replacement figure. I'm like, oh, fucking great. You know, I want to get my Crimson Guardsman figure. So I get the Crimson Guardsman figure on Friday, and I open it up, and it's another fucking gung-ho. Oh, my God. <laughs> another fucking gung-ho. And I'm like, God damn it, Brent. You say what I think you said. Yeah. Another fucking gung ho. So then, you know, a week prior to this, I went down to the Walmart um, where they shipped the the mistake from, just because I wanted to go to a Walmart and see if maybe I could find Big Ben or the Range Viper or the Crimson Guardsman. So I'm like, oh, you know, and I have the receipt for the mistake, so I'm going to try and like do an exchange at the store because I found one Crimson Guardsman figure oh. amongst a bunch of Lady J's and gung hos and shit. <sighs> 
so I take it, and I also found this really killer. I found this um, Mr. T action figure. It's like a Motu style, perfect Mr. T figure. I showed you that picture. It's a beautiful, yeah, beautiful, it's like perfectly clothed, like WWF style Mr. T figure. It looks like a He Man figure, but it's got like clothes and stuff. It's like perfect Mr. T. Also found the Savage uh, Caveman Batman figure. Oh found yeah, that. was stuck. You know, I need these. I'll go pick them up. Beautiful fig. Yeah, I go to the, I go to the, I go to the register. I'm like, I don't want to deal with fucking returns. I just had the Crimson Guards under my arm. I'm like, yo, fuck it. I've already paid for this twice, right? Totally. I just fucking walked out with that Crimson Guards under <laughs> my arm, man. And I got it. And then you know, so then fast making forward, him the best fig of all time. Fast forward it to like last week when I got my second gung ho, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna like fuck it. I've already paid for this twice. I got my I got my free one when I physically went to the Walmart. Like, you know, fuck you guys. Like, I'm so <laughs> yeah. upset. And then um, the day I ordered that command that, that Snake Eyes and that Crimson Guardsman, I also ordered, I also ordered Big Ben. And, like, Big Ben was in stock. Big Ben is another, you know, rare Walmart only. Um, oh, is he Walmart only? He's Walmart. Him and the Range Viper are Walmart only. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why they're so hard to get. It's so huh. annoying. That's why I was almost going to order it from Return of the Nerds on, like, you know, from, from Taiwan. I was yeah, going to order just like, get back to you. Yeah, exactly. So, no shade. So then I went ahead and, and, uh, one, well, the Big Ben was in stock two weeks ago. I'm like, cool. It'll be here on Saturday. I ordered it on a Thursday. Saturday morning, it's all delayed. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I, I call Walmart or I get online and do the chat with everybody and like complain. Cause like, look, I wouldn't have bought this. If it wasn't in stock, right? And then I was also like, and you know, I joined up for uh, you know free Walmart Plus. Uh, it's like you know Amazon Prime for Walmart. Yeah, so it's a free thing. And I'm like, yeah, I talked to whoever I talked to in the chat. I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't want to be a member of Walmart Plus if you're not going to have anything I want in stock. And you keep sending me these fucking gung ho. Walmart Plus. <laughs> yeah. So they apologize. They I have like all these. I have like fifty five dollars in Walmart plus credit <laughs> to use god to order whatever god knows what but so finally sam's club things <laughs> yeah exactly Talk about sam's club it's only you and gung-ho i should just order cat litter from walmart and use these fucking coupons <laughs> i mean shit something you're gonna that's a something great idea <laughs> yeah so anyways so then finally um saturday i get a shipping notice from walmart that they're gonna ship my big ben huh so my big Ben should arrive tomorrow. Nice. Um, and that'll be great. Unless, He's a good one, too. He looks it, good. It better not be a fucking gung-ho. It's, it's going to be Big Ben's box with gung-ho inside. Exactly. I'm just going to, I'm going to get fucking, I'm going to get fucking taken over a fucking barrel for fucking gung-ho again. <laughs> Anyways, so that's, sorry, my, that's my sidebar about fucking getting scammed and scamming Walmart. But anyways, the point being about all the great presentations that they did at Hasbro PulseCon for G.I. Joe is that the G.I. Joe team delivered. Yeah, they and they always it. do. They crushed it. Lenny and um, Emily. Emily killed it. They always, they listen to their fans. Yeah. They are fans. Yeah. And they know, especially they Lenny. Yeah. You know, and both of those guys are just really, really cool people. Yeah. So uh, big up on them. But I'm telling you, like, not as cool as Grunt. They should just like scrap, you know, all the other properties and just do only G.I. Joe at Hasbro because they do it well. <laughs> I mean, shit. They, you know, give give some give all the other GI Joe stuff to some other company and just w concentrate on the classified. Yeah, exactly. You never know what could happen with that. So one thing that's really interesting about this whole, um, you know, classified uh, awesome stuff that's happening is that you know I got Brent a grunt and there's just been weird this weird thing happening across the United States. Last week, Grunt started to hit the Grunt classified figure number. What number? 
number is he? 60. Um, 68? 69. 60, um, 87. 87. <laughs> um, he started hitting... Um, Target stores across the country in quantities of four, and I just found out like a dumbass that they all just come in a box. So, he, so basically, every Target was getting one box grunts, four to a box, and putting them out. But for some reason, the system had them on clearance at eleven ninety nine. Huh. So last week, a couple people, uh, Chaz the Guru, and a bunch of other people, Jersey Maniac, a bunch of other you know people I follow on Instagram, started posting people actually finding these eleven ninety nine grunt classified figures. So I started using Pop Finder. Um, you're going to get into some real, like, toy collector crack, like, underground shit here. I'm going to go into, like, a little conspiracy rabbit hole that I have a theory about. So bear with me. Uh, but basically, Pop Finder is an application online. It's a website that people, somebody created to find Funko Pops, which I don't collect. Right. But it you can do Walmart. You can do Target. You can, like, go through their database and find out what's actually in stock. So on Target.com, when they list a figure, they list a UPC, uh, a DPC. DCPI. DCPI, sorry. And then another number, the PIP. So the DCPI is what Target uses at the store to find stock. Like an item has a DPCI number. UPC number is the number that's just on the box of anything you might buy. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, cat litter and action figures. You always have a UPC number. The PIP number is a number they use for stocking as well. And so you can use Pop Finder to basically search um, for an item and then do like a 100-mile radius, and it'll show you which targets have this item in stock in what quantity. Huh. And when it's sold, it live updates. So on last Friday, um, the day up that was PulseCon Pulse last Friday? Yeah, it was last yeah. Friday. Um, I had been reading on Reddit, and I've been reading on Instagram that these grunts were somewhere out in the wild at Target and stuff. So I just, you know, I, I went to work really early and I, you know, I go to Target to get coffee at Starbucks or whatever, but I, I went ahead and did a couple runs based on following what Pop Finder told me. So it said it had him in, in uh, Emeryville. Hmm. But when I went there, they're like, oh, yeah, the, we haven't unloaded the truck today. So they're probably on the truck. They're not here. I'm like, okay, fine. So you know what? I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go back to my office and then I'm looking at Pop Finder and they popped up in San Leandro on Hesperian Boulevard, the Target down there. Hmm. So I go down there at around 10.30 in the morning. I just got this weird hunch. I'm like, they're probably here. It says there's four here. So I'm running towards a toy aisle, and I see this guy coming towards me with- All uh, of them. With four grunts. And I, I told you, through Pop Finder, they only had four, right? Right. So I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, hey, I'm here to try and find a grunt. You down to, like, give me one? So he gave me one. Huh. And I was pretty stoked. I was like, yeah, man, thank you so much for, you know, like, being cool, because some people are dicks. Right. And this kid uh, went ahead, and we started talking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I've been looking for this, and so on and so forth. Um, but the kid is really nice. His name is official. What is his name? Uh, you did a story with him, you, or you put his name yeah, up Yeah, his story. name is official... Official, what is it? Grunt Finder. Official Melancholy. <laughs> Official underscore Melancholy. Thank you, dude. You totally hooked up the one grunt. And I was like, oh, man. And is he local? Uh, yeah, he, he lives in the Bay Area. Okay. Um, but it was like, oh, thank you so much. So I got a grunt for eleven ninety nine. When Crazy. I went to go charge it, it was eleven ninety nine. I'm like, cool, that's awesome. So then I go ahead and go back to work. And then I'm searching Pop Finder again. And then all of a sudden, four grunts pop up at the Alameda Target. Four of them pop up. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to go pick these up. So then I hop back in the car at lunch, 
and I go to Alameda and I go find an employee and I'm like, hey man, here's the DPA number. He's like, we have four in the back. I'm like, cool. Um, he's like, how many do you need? I'm like, I need two because I didn't want to buy all of them. Yeah. I want to be that dick. So he's like, okay. And he brings me back two and he left two back there. I'm like, that's weird. Why wouldn't he just put them out on the floor? So it's weird because all the all the stuff I read online, and this is where I put on my tinfoil hat, is basically all these stores are only getting a, a case of four, and they're not being put out on the floor. Hmm. But if you find them through using the DPCI number and Pop Finder, you can talk to an employee and they'll go ahead and give you you know your grunts. Huh. But it's really weird that Hasbro hasn't corrected the problem in the system, Target hasn't corrected the problem in the system, and there you can army build the grunts. Is he a Target exclusive? No. Huh. Remember, because I got mine from Amazon. You oh, that's have right. one order from Amazon, Oh, that's too. right. That's right. That's right. But why the week of PulseCon is this 1189 grunt, which is a troop builder, because yeah. it comes with two head profiles, available at Target if you know what you're going to look for. That mm. is weird. That's, like, spooky. They're, well, they're just, they're, like, experimenting on us. It feels like I'm being experimented on. It's it's what, exactly what all the toy companies are doing. And they're and they're winning. They're, like, they're going, they're, they're figuring out, okay, we can put out four and $500 projects. Yeah. And they're going to back. Yeah. And they're going to get up to, I think the cat star got to, like, 5,000. Yeah. 5,000 yeah. people, you know. Now, at the end of the day, that's not going to, that's nothing. Yeah. You know, that's at the end of, you know, like we talked about, 20 years or so. Yeah. But right now, that's crazy. What did the Dragonfly get up to? Like oh. 28,000. Yeah, Dragonfly got to, uh, to... Like crazy. Yeah, yeah. The Ghost got up there. <laughs> I know. The Barge, have, that guy was, what, 8,000, 8,500. So. Yeah. So the point, yeah, the, the so point being is I, I don't know if we're being experimented on by Hasbro. We are. But we probably are. We are. They know what they're cause, doing. Because I just, I should, uh, during the break, I should Brent the Pop Finder ads. Because people are buying all of them. Like, people, like you, people are getting, like, one guy got 16. Well, it's funny, because over the weekend, uh, again, on Reddit, I hang out on the G.I. Joe classified boards, uh, and the G.I. Joe boards, and all the other toy boards. People, this one dude bought 30 of them. <laughs> At That's crazy. Okay. But he drove around most of, like, the Midwest. Well, yeah. <laughs> but they're really cool because you can pop. They're also... Here's another thing about... They finally figured out that if you take the head off Stalker and low light, that'll fit on the grunt body. So you can actually troop build. Because back in the original G.I. Joe comic book days, G.I. Joes weren't individuals. They just wore green jumpsuits like Grunt. Right. Grunt is technically the, the, the original G.I. Joe prototype. Um, so yeah, I think there's a conspiracy going on with Hasbro. It's a mystery! It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma! Fuck, man! I can't keep talking like this. <laughs> they're trying to make our money disappear, like aliens. Um, they're, they're succeeding. They're succeeding. Okay, Boys, so... Where, when are the aliens gonna come down? They keep on fucking teasing us about, you know, one week it's like alien heavy and one deep week we're not. They're probably waiting for like... They're the, probably on Pop Finder looking for... <laughs> From looking for grunts and things. Grunts and things. Um, <laughs> anyways, so um, that's all we got for the Hasbro news. In other news, um, we announced uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, NECA Toys announced that they were going to do the Turtle Lair, which is basically the sewer playset for the seven-inch scale uh, NECA Toys uh, Turtle action figures. The thing is, is, they wanted to charge, what, $300? Yeah. For, was- the, for one room? For one part of the lair? And, like, you know, Toy Bro was on here. It was like, yo, they want to do every room. They want to do a kitchen. They want to do a garage, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's going to connect. Right. So then Matt Hatter, uh, Matt Hatter, uh, the toy review guy, is like, hey, Ramen Toys, do something about this. 
So Ramen Toys came back again with like yeah. their version of the sewer that's going to be way cheaper <laughs> that they're going to be able to produce and maybe even get out faster. But again, with Ramen Toys, the dude Ace is pretty rad that like, again, we talked about this. You have an idea, talk to Ace. <laughs> but the thing is, we're still waiting to see, you know, his engine of vengeance, his Dukes of Hazard car. The Brave Star figures, all these things, but you know he produced the Centurion figures, yeah. which are pretty cool. Yeah, and he did his mask mask vehicles, which are pretty cool. So yeah. I don't know, but to beat his heart's in it for sure. <laughs> yeah, but to beat the the actual producer of the toys to market would be pretty awesome. So yeah, Ramen Toys again, <coughs> waiting in the wings. Um, other news we have um, Mezco. So Mezco announced Mezco Toys is a boutique oh. toy maker. They make. Uh, <coughs> the Living Dead Dolls. They make the Rumble Society stuff. They make uh, Living Dead Dolls and Rumble Society stuff. Yeah, my beautiful Leatherface fig. Yeah, uh, really cool, you know, $100, really cool $100 figures um, that are really, really, really nice, but they're really, really, really also expensive. You know, every figure is like at least $100, but it has real clothes and stuff. It's pretty, they're pretty cool. So they announced this, uh, fit, you know, this vehicle for 112 figures for seven inch, six inch figures. It's called the Rumbler. The reinforced urban military battle land rig. And it looks like a crazy freaking like super Hummer with like, you know, it looks like a, it's got a Gatling gun. It just looks like a crazy attack vehicle, almost road warrior ish. But yeah, so that's coming from uh, Mezco who had RumbleCon last week where they announced a lot of their own properties. And uh, I mean, this is, this is a vehicle that's going to be huge. It's going to be like enough to go ahead and, carry all your G.I. Joes or Mezco figures or Valiverse or whatever, which is interesting. But again, Mezco is boutique, so it seems like it's going to be probably north of 300 to $400. It's going to be beautiful. Now I'm going to get it? I don't. But it's going to be, ex- it's gonna be expensive, so. though, right? It's going to be super expensive. But it looks beautiful. And so Mezco announced this crazy 112-scale vehicle, the Rumbler, and uh, they also announced... From Mezco, uh, you know, they had their Mezco RumbleCon last week. They also announced um, this new character called um, the former pit fighter, six-time undisputed champ of the Rumble, uh, the Rumble Arena. Uh, this this crazy, you saw this crazy figure they announced, right? The yeah, the crazy weird Rumbler guy. Yeah, he's like a mechanic. They're into Rumbles. The face. Yeah, they're into Rumbles. And then they also announced um, they're doing like Star Wars with like the Roach guy. Did you see that? They're doing like this weird. Uh, Void Cadet thing. It looks like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader if there are roaches. Yeah, it's really weird. And they're also doing um uh, five uh five point articulation Doc Nocturnal, which is that not, looks good. Yeah, I love Doc. I'm actually wearing a Doc Nocturnal shirt. That's yeah. one of my favorite properties that they're doing. They have some really good original ideas, but man, this shit is expensive. But it's nice. I mean, it's worth it. They really put their love into it. It's yeah. good quality shit too. Yeah, give me snaps and buttons it, and things for my twelve inch for my tw- one twelve fig <laughs> for my twelve inch fig my twelve inch thing. <laughs> um, we also had an announcement over the weekend: the figure Obscura from Four Horsemen. Four Horsemen does really cool. They did the original design stuff for the uh, um, He Man figures and a lot of properties. Um, the Krampus. The, the I wonder cr- if there's going to be a holiday fig this year. Well, they they I mean the the Red Death, um, the Mask of the Red Death is a that's a beautiful figure. Oh yeah, it's really really pretty. Totally, it's you know for the Mask of the Red Death it's like an old you know old horror uh, property tale, and they announced over the weekend like a forty eight hour pre sale, but they're ready to ship. They've been produced. They even posted pictures of the other people. That's what I like up. about them. Yeah, they they we ship they announce their shit and it's gone. Yeah, as a collector, you want our shit shipped immediately. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, Super 7, oh man. So, another big thing that's in the rumblings of uh, Super 7 is uh, Super 7's about to announce, officially announce, the gigantic Cobra mothership. Yeah. The gigantic Some Cobra- of us saw that at San Diego. It was fucking huge. Yeah, so the Cobra mothership originally appeared in, like, one episode of the cartoon, but it's basically gigantic flying Cobra uh, mothership. Well, it's from season one. It's they're fighting on top of it from yeah. the opening of the ep- of all the episodes in season one. Yeah. So it's that thing. So yeah, it's obviously not to scale, but I mean it's pretty fucking big. It's pretty big, much as big as the ghost, I would think. Maybe a little bit bigger. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you guys got that coming coming up soon. In October is the pre order, and then you guys announced the uh, Salt and Pepper license. Yeah, uh, just going to be Salt and Pepper, not Spinderella, I imagine. Right, because they're on the outs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you also got talk to the, everybody else at work about that. That's kind of hilarious. There's because- drama because their faces keep. Well, there's tea. when they come out. Let's revisit. Let's revisit Salt and Pepper. Okay, because I have some. I have some good juicy tea. All right, nice. Uh, <laughs> y'all also announced the next wave of the Godzilla. Uh, um, reaction figures mm-hmm. with uh, little baby Godzilla. Minya. Minya, yeah. Um, and then also... Mecca um, is coming back out. Mecca's also, good. you know, I came to visit you the other day and picked up the uh, the uh, red... Um, uh, the red... What's his name? Destro. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's based the on... The Red Jackal. The Red Jackal, which is based on the old original action force from, from, from the UK. Also picked up the... Um, uh, reaction buzzer, mm-hmm. uh, G.I. Joe buzzer, and picked up the uh, uh, zombie, the really cool, the worst zombie uh, hamburger. He's great. And I also picked up Penny Lane, the uh, um, Meow the Jewels figure. <laughs> nice. Awesome. We're going to get some nice Does stuff. Does she love them? She loves them. She was really stoked. We're going to get some nice of those plastic display uh, cases to put them in. Nice. But yeah, they're really, really cool. But it was really cool to go to the store and hang out with you and Daniel and bullshit. Yeah. I brought Brett sees some sees candies. The sweet Reggie. Some Halloween sees candy. Yeah. We gobbled them all down. Oh, and Reggie, the sweetest dog ever. Ever. But yeah, so you guys Almost. you guys have also been promoting the uh, Mars Attacks uh, Ultimates, which are pretty cool. Yeah. And you guys get, just keep pulling out more, uh, you know, music properties. Um, I also, you guys did a really cool uh, Vampire Tease. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a great one. I love me a vampire. We're also doing tour as well, I hear. Tor, Tor, uh, Tor Johnson. Oh, you know? Tor Johnson, yeah, yeah, from uh, Ed Wood. Yeah, the Ed, one of the. Ed so Wood I hope people. to God that we get to do Ed at some point as part of the. Oh, that'd directors. be really cool. Yeah, you know, because you guys got Hitchcock, you guys got um, Vincent Price. Vincent Price. You know, it'd be really cool if you guys did John Waters. Well, I was thinking, I was saying from the beginning, John Waters should be a Simpsons Ultimate because he had that one episode where he played John, right? You know, in the in the bowling shirt. But come know, on, zap, zap. Um, imagine doing a. John Waters reaction line. I would love to do John Waters. I mean, obviously, a divine his, figure, a divine. But like, do you could do John like how he dresses now? But I, I would love to do John like in the early days when he's very hippie and yeah, very yeah. like you know. Yeah, you could do all of them. You could do David Lockery. You could do. You could do. You could do everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they would ever touch a John Waters. Uh, Nobody does. Nobody seems to want to, but you know what? He got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So yeah, that was so cool. So many people. Uh, let's, let's do a shout out on that. Like, yeah, talk about an awesome thing. John Waters, one of my favorite directors, cult director from Baltimore, <laughs> got a Hollywood Walk of Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame, and a lot of people showed up. A lot, tons of, of people, people showed up, and oh, that was pretty yeah. badass. Well, there's he's also got the, the exhibit at the at the museum in L.A. So right, right. Love, Love to see that. A lot of original stuff. I saw they had Debbie Harry's. Uh, 
her bomb hair. Her bomb hair yeah. from from, uh, from uh, hairspray. They had the roach dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, as far as toys are concerned, uh, for that tangent, because Super Seven is doing a lot of uh, music stuff. Uh, Mattel Creations. So Mattel and Mattel Creations put out the that Snake Queen that I missed that would have mm. been dope to get because they're really going all in on the Snake Men yeah. as far as Master of the it's really weird, so, yeah. It is weird, but it's kind of, uh, you know, talking about that, like I'm stoked because I saw Whiplash is on discount now, so I can finally get oh, nice. $18 Whiplash. Nice. Yeah. As opposed to getting Whiplash for free if you get a bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the $20 one. Exactly. But anyways, that's all we really got for news right now. And uh, like I'm saying, you know, if you know how to use Pop Finder and know how to use the Target app, and maybe you'll get yourself some cheap grunts because I think it's kind of brilliant to actually have an 1199 Troop Builder. And I bought a couple of them and gave Brett one. And I think it's really awesome to be able to Troop Build. I'm obsessed with Troop Building. It's Mm -hmm. really awesome. So uh, anyways, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. There are lots of teddy bears, but only one Teddy Ruxpin. Hi. My name is Teddy Ruxpin. Hi, Teddy. Your friend is what I'd like to be. How does he do that? He's a magic bear. One day, we found an old treasure map. The treasure was supposed to be my friend Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin comes with storybook and cassette. Other stories sold separately. Batteries not included. TV things. TV things. TV things. And we're back with them TV things. Tune it on in. So, yeah. So Tune them. T- TV things. Uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and get to the Ahsoka show. The Ahsoka show tonight actually is the sixth episode. Uh, we were stoked. We got to see the, uh, sorry, the seventh episode. What it's episode the seventh. Tonight? It's the next five. Because we saw the it's a, it's a we saw the fifth in the theater. Right. We did that thing. Yeah. So, we got the opportunity to go to the AMC here in Emeryville in the Bay Area and see episode five of Ahsoka on uh, the big screen. And uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, it was the episode with Anakin and all the Clone Wars flashbacks and the new little younger Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, great little uh, great little presentation of her. Uh, the actress was also, she was one of the main characters in Barbie. She yeah. was also in um, Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy <clears throat> as uh, young uh, Gamora. Which we love. Yeah. We love that little character. That was really cool. So anyways, so Ahsoka's been really good and it was really cool to see that episode in the movies. Yeah, it was great um, to see the ghosts like hover above water. Yeah, and another quick announcement announcement um as of uh, the last 24 hours the writer strike has finally ended um everybody's going to back to work tomorrow uh they brokered a deal right before uh the jewish holiday that happened on monday so we're going to see things moving back to the way they should be and everybody's getting back to work which is kind of awesome yes i'm so but, glad to hear that but know, they, they didn't have the opportunity to promote ahsoka really well um like they would other shows uh so they put out a call, and I have an email list for this, like, you know, movie preview ticket thing. And I got two tickets, and Brett and I went, and there was hundreds of people there. It was just like going to see an old Star Wars movie. The line was around yeah, the corner. We were lined up, and we Everybody got there. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was friendly. We got there, and there was, like, another, like, you know, 50, 60 people after us when right. we got in line. We were the last 
of the last 10 they let in. Yep. It cut off three people right behind us. Yeah. And then we get into the theater and they're like, well, the only seats we have left are the VIP area. Yeah, the reserved, the so reserved these, like, seats. Reserved like the seating. Seats. Really nice. Yeah, Smack totally. in the middle. Crazy. They reclined. I mean, all of them, I guess, reclined, but. Yeah, it was really nice. It was in Dolby, uh, the Dolby Theater, the I Dolby screen. felt my seat move. It was really good to yeah. see it. It was really good to see it in a room full of people that loved it and yeah, love it as like much minded. as we do. And people Absolutely. were <clears throat> cheering at the, ta- at the screen and yelling. And yeah. it was just fabulous. Free popcorn, free, free drinks. popcorn, free drinks. That was, you know, I'm a sucker for that. VIP. Yeah. The force was with us, so but was, the bar was closed, so the force was not with our. Not wallets. with us. We should have pre-partied, but it was really funny because like Next I picked time. up, I picked up Brett kind of early, and I'm like, hey, you want to go get a drink real quick? And you're like, ah, oh, no, we should probably just go. We'll get a drink there, and we're lucky. If we would have wouldn't have gotten there when we got there, we wouldn't have gotten there. one more red light, and we wouldn't have gotten in. Yeah, and then we would have went and got drunk. Yeah. So we recorded a little tiny snippet of something in line. Yeah. But either way, it was really good to see Ahsoka on the big screen. I'd love to see The Mandalorian, all these TV shows on the big screen. Yeah. But it looked so good because it was the return of Anakin in episode five. So we're going to go ahead and rewind and go back to episode one of Ahsoka. Okay. Um, This series takes place directly after the, um, the events of... Uh, pretty much the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka has, you know, met Grogu, met the Mandalorian, and went off on her own mission. Um, the New Republic is pretty much formed. We have Hera as a general now with her son. Yeah. And uh, they're working for the New Republic, which, just like in the episodes of Andor, is kind of like they're really kind of dumb. It's very bureaucratic the way the New Republic is. It's Republic's getting more and more dumb. Yeah. The, the New Republic is <coughs> being run like a bunch of bad <coughs> Democrats. Like very, very, like just bad bureaucracy. Well, they're laying the foundation for the First Order. That's for yeah. sure. I have a question, though. Yeah. So we see in this, you know, how it comes when it picks up and Mon Mothma's a senator now. They, re- yeah. they have referred to her as a senator. Or what do they refer to her? So we see Mon Mothra in um, uh, Ahsoka, and she's Chancellor now. Right. She used to be... And kind of all like loosey-goosey. They're like, yeah. can we please concentrate so we can get through this meeting? And she's kind of like, sorry, I just wanted to, you know... Yeah, girl out with my with my girl here. Yeah, it was really it was really Cow interesting down. because the way that the, the the new republic is being run, it's very bureaucratic and very like not serious, right? Which kind of makes it more susceptible to corruption. Exactly, just like the original Galactic Empire. Exactly, there's always going to be an empire, like he says. There's always yeah. going to be. It's a cycle. So, you know? so, so Ahsoka picks up where Ahsoka is out looking for a map. To be able to find where Ezra and Grand Admiral Thrawn are. So, if you watch Rebels, uh, the animated show that was on Disney XD, um, it was a, a really good show, and that created the base of the baseline to have Ahsoka have further adventures with Hera and Sabine and Ezra and uh, the the robot you see in, uh, on Ahsoka called Chopper. So, if you want to get the full experience of understanding what's going on in Ahsoka, go watch Rebels on Disney+. Plus. It's animated, it's kind of was created for kids, but it has really, really good lore, and it's become canon. A it, lot of things happened. Yeah. And by the end of it, it gets really, really, really uh, deep. And, and dark. Yeah, and yeah. very dark, and too. Dark. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about this era of Star Wars. It's the darkness of it. I mean, dark, Star Wars is just always dark, period. Yeah. But this whole, like, the rise of the Empire and things like that right and the fact that they all make it through everything 
and yeah. you know end up fighting against the rise of the first order. Right. We assume that Hera makes it all the way through because we see her ship, ship, yeah, at Exegol, yeah. So we you know assume that her and Jason make it all the way through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is great. I mean, I think it's great just setting up these characters to you know your kids will have we'll see Jason Jason Syndulla you know grown up. Yeah, absolutely. you know becoming a Jedi and that kind of thing. It's it's really cool to think that. Yeah, absolutely. So my question is, is Mon Mothma and the New Republic on Hosnian Prime when Kylo Ren, or when the new, when the First Order destroys it? Yeah, it sounds like they are, because, you know, they, I guess they decided to move, eventually move, um, all the Galactic, uh, Empire business, uh, the, you know, the, the, the whole big meeting hall that they had on, on Coruscant to Hosnian Prime. And I think they maybe did that as a tactical move. So to kind of like, there's a lot of history on, on Coruscant. Right. So I'm thinking they moved it for that reason. Hmm. So we have yet to see that all fleshed out. Yeah. You know. But anyways, so Ahsoka pretty much picks up uh, where Rebels, uh, you know, ended. And Ahsoka's looking for um, her friend Ezra, who is a Jedi Knight, and Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is the biggest threat to the New Republic. So you have to go back and reference a couple of books. Thrawn was created from Heir to the Empire, these series of books written by Timothy Zahn about, um, you know, an alien, the first alien imperial, like, commander that was very significant. And so um, the Emperor took an interest in, in Grand Admiral Thrawn, and so did Darth Vader, and they had a lot of adventures. So there's a backstory there that's now become canon. So we've all been expecting that um, Ahsoka was eventually going to hunt down uh, where he went, and he, t- him, and Ezra basically went into like this crazy wormhole and ended up in the parts of the uncharted galaxy, um, which exists outside of what is considered the known Star Wars galaxy. So Ahsoka is looking for this map, and so the first episode is really kind of slow. To be honest, all the episodes have been really slow up until about episode four. Yeah. And it's a lot of building of like Ahsoka hooking up with Hera again and hooking up with Sabine. I guess Sabine and Hera had a falling out. And uh, Sabine is a Mandalorian. Her family is from Mandalore. And we saw a lot of her in the TV show Rebels that I was talking about earlier. But she's, uh, I guess at some point, her and Ahsoka were training because Ahsoka was training her as a Jedi, which is, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But she has her buddy Ezra, who's missing in space. Uh, he she has his lightsaber and is using it as her own lightsaber. So the first couple episodes are establishing the reconnections of these old friends, Sabine, uh, Hera, General uh, Hera Syndulla, all kind of being reconnected with the task of trying to find this map because they they're scared that Thrawn is going to come back. All these things are happening, um, which lead to lead the people to believe that Thrawn is going to come back with a big force to kind of try and reboot the Imperial armies and you know fuck with the the new Galactic Empire, the new, the new, the new, uh, the new Republic. So the first couple episodes are really good. I'm not going to go into too much detail because, right. to be honest, they were really slow. <clears throat> and there's and a lot. We've of, all seen them a million times. And there's a lot of good memorable things. Um, but if you like Star Wars and you start watching Ahsoka because you saw her on Mandal on, on you know the Mandalorian, and I'm I'm a big sucker for um you know Rosario Dawson. I'm a total Rosario Dawson stand. But it's really cool that you can go like, hey, I'm going to go watch Rebels. I'm going to find out more about Admiral Thrawn. Maybe read some books or whatever. But it's really a kind of a big ask for a casual Star Wars Disney Plus uh, viewer to get into Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you definitely have a lot of questions if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. But hopefully you would. And they told you, you know, six months ago, you know, or a year ago, 
here's what you need to catch up on to yeah to watch this show. So I'm sure, but a, it was kind of confusing though. Yeah, I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there that'll just basically roll up everything we just talked about into like a good 20 minutes, and you'll be ready to go to watch um, Ahsoka. <laughs> I'm sure that like some people have broke this broken this down a thousand times. Yeah, Penny Penny hasn't watched Ahsoka. She watched an episode, thought it was interesting, but then it's like, who's this, who's all these other people? I like the chick on the speeder bike, aka Sabine. <clears throat> Um, yeah. And there's a lot of great memes because all the all the clothing that they're dressing Sabine and Hera in just accentuate their butts. I know. But uh, it's really interesting. Uh, a thing that I like is the actress that is playing Ahsoka, uh, Rosario Dawson, and then the actress which is playing um, Hera, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. And her and Rosario Dawson were in a Quentin Tarantino movie together <laughs> called, uh, which is my favorite uh, Quentin Tarantino with Kurt Russell as the stuntman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that double feature of uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. And Death Proof was such a good movie. <laughs> and it's kind of cool to see both of them teamed up again, mm-hmm. but in Star Wars land. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my yeah. favorite things. Yeah. And I always love the storyline of Mary, you know, her character. And yeah. Oh, yeah. We should watch that one of these days. Yeah. So Sab- Sabine. Um, you can never find it on anything. Um, I, I own it. It's, it's like one of my favorites. Um, so Sabine uh, Wren is a Mandalorian warrior, an explosives expert, and also a graffiti artist. And she's being played um, uh, on uh, on the Ahsoka show by Natasha Lou Bordizzo. And she's does such a great job because, you know, Sabine looks kind of Asian. And, you know, she kills it. You know, she really <laughs> yeah. sells it. Also, the other cool thing is the droid that hangs out with Ahsoka is Huang, yeah. which is a Jedi training droid who has been part of the Jedi Order for like a, a thousand, thousand years. years. Yeah. yeah. So he has all that inherent Jedi knowledge. Uh, he's like a walking Bible of, of Jedi information. Yeah. And the robot is is really, really cool. And uh, he's got a lot of knowledge. So he's traveling with Ahsoka. And he also has these additional two arms that extend to do lightsaber um, kind of training. Uh, like So he looks like General Grievous with right. arms and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Ahsoka's definitely worth the watch, but like I said, episode five, spoiler alert, um, they do a flashback where Ahsoka flashes back to being, um, a, you know, basically a child soldier with Anakin. Yeah. And we have, um, you know, the actor who played Anakin in the movies come back, and he was just fantastic. It was mm. so great to see him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he kicked ass, literally. And it was really, it, you know, it pulled all the heartstrings. And it's interesting because, like, a lot of fandoms are divided, especially the Star Wars fandom. A lot of a lot of younger fan, fans of Star Wars love the prequels. It's like the prequels could do no wrong so it was really interesting to finally see all these like you know sequel prequel stands like just kind of be like wow we finally got what, yeah. what more could you want yeah. you got anakin in live action in his clone war uniform going into battle with live action cody totally and you get to see ahsoka as a kid basically being in an army then it flashes back where her and anakin have a duel it's like anakin's space ghost in this weird uh, the you know middle world that the jedi go to when they're like the world between alive. worlds the world between worlds yeah so episode five was really great. It kind of was worth the slow burn purgatory. of the first four episodes. Yeah, like purgatory. Um, and then episode six uh, that just came out last week, um, we finally got to see Admiral Thrawn, and we finally got to see um, witches, uh, witches, the amazing Night Sisters. You know <laughs> yep. who the Night Sisters are? The Night Sisters. Whoever would have thought we'd see live versions of them? Yeah, the Night Sisters are from Dathomir. Dathomir is the planet that like uh, Darth Maul was from. Right. And so. Um, the, de- the demons. Yeah, they're like demons and they're like night sisters. And so these night sisters have been hanging out with Thrawn and, you know, when they finally get to the outer galaxy in this lost galaxy. 
And the introduction of Thrawn, they had the voice actor guy who played Thrawn actually is playing Thrawn in live action, which is really, really cool because, you know, he's the guy who played Thrawn. He knows what Thrawn's motivation is, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's played uh, on Ahsoka with, by Lars Mikkelsen. And Lars Mikkelsen did the voice on the Rebel show. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to have consistency. Although Thrawn is always presented in the anime. And, the and anime his brother. Stuff. Yeah. Well, Thrawn is always presented in um, live action. I mean, sorry, in animated as kind of being kind of like tall and stocky. But, you know, it's kind of funny how like Thrawn's been in deep space for like <laughs> seven years. He's kind of like He's chunky. Like, well, all I have is like fried chicken yeah. <laughs> and donuts. And it's funny because he kind of looks, he looks like, biscuits. he looks like Elon Musk, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. I if they paint him <laughs> yeah so anyway so thrawn appears finally and he appears um his uh, star destroyer which has been in deep space in the outer areas is all messed up it has like it's like been repaired and when he finally shows up all of his stormtroopers are all cracked and damaged and they have like red uh red rope or red banners or red like tape holding them together with pieces of gold to fill in the broken armor which is also a form of japanese uh sculpture and um you know it just it's very very Roman, very, very like magical. And yeah. it's the first time that I really felt maybe aspects of Dune or Lord of the Rings leaking into Star Wars in a way where it's it- just crazy. They're just going for it. And I have a feeling that those the night troopers yeah. are like dead guys. Yeah. And so, those So they're called the night troopers because the, it sounds like that the witches, the night sisters, brought them back to life. Because mm-hmm. Thrawn is like, we lost a lot of <laughs> with those red ribbons. We lost a lot of people. Um yeah, so so that's where we're at. Uh we haven't watched the new episode, uh episode seven. Uh, which is on right now. But, you know, we just wanted to kind of like, you know, clue you in like, hey, you know, Ahsoka's worth a watch. If you're a casual viewer, go check out Rebels or find a YouTube video where it explains Rebels and Ahsoka in a small digestible format and and uh, enjoy it. But it's been enjoyable. It looks good. The way they're using the volume, uh, the two uh, Grace, uh, Grey Jedi characters, uh, Balin and uh hati yeah they're pretty cool they're these jedis that were hired by uh this night <coughs> sister sheen. this night sister who's trying to you know use the map to find thrawn in deep space and yes there's a lot of good stuff it's some good star wars and this is all leading eventually to uh the mandalorian movie which is going to tie up all the ends of all the disney plus star wars shows yeah so that's probably a couple years away but it's still something to look forward to yeah totally so we have to get to other seasons of the other shows too yeah so any last thoughts on ahsoka well i'm dying to get up and watch the tonight's episode yeah me too. i'm excited that we get to yeah you know very appreciative two more yeah exactly the next Two time we more. talk, it'll be done. Exactly. So, um, as far as other TV dun, things, dun, dun. I've been watching is uh, Only Murders in the Building 3 is out Okay. Um, on Hulu. A great show with uh, Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short, and uh, uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, good, good murder fun. This, this season, Paul Rudd is on as well as um meryl streep is on a lot oh, of really wow. good a lot of really guest characters so i like that show that's been good but to be honest i've been watching i got rid of my sling tv so i don't really have live tv anymore uh-huh. and i've just been watching pluto tv they just have channels where they just play yeah. entire seasons and stuff i've just been watching like uh the rifleman <laughs> and rawhide like the old westerns oh yeah yeah uh rawhide is where clint eastwood got his start yeah and then i've been watching like beverly hills 90210 i love it yeah and so that's kind of nice because you still get the like something weird about i kind of like enjoy watching commercials in the background totally but yeah so i've been you watching know, a lot of that i have not watched anything newish yeah in a while and then this weekend we just caught um the ninja turtles Meet mayhem is on paramount plus oh okay pretty good really enjoyable uh, uh penny got a kick out of it uh penny's been watching uh riverdale which 
I never watched. So that's been kind of fun watching Riverdale over his shoulder. Um, very dark Archie. It's kind of like Twin Peaks style Archie. Yeah. Very sinister and evil. Totally. Um, and then also, as far as movies are concerned, uh, a lot of stuff has been coming out slowly. We went to go see A Haunting in Venice. Oh. Um, which is part of like the kind of Agatha Christie movies with Kenneth Braun. It was really good. Yeah. It's totally great. It was really enjoyable. Some good jump scares, a little bit more supernatural than like detective style stuff, but, uh, a haunting advantage was totally worth it. Dug it. Um, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the new Exorcist movie coming out for, uh, Halloween, which is, uh, you don't talk about the Exorcist. It really scares Brett. But I still. don't like it. <laughs> Not my, no, I don't like it. Like we say this all the time. The Shining and Exorcist are still scary. I know. They're pretty scary. I know, I know. So we got that coming out. And then this weekend, I'm very excited to see the creator. The creator is oh, yeah. by Gareth Edwards, yeah. who, uh, did Rogue One. And it also stars, um, uh, the actor. I forget his first name, but he's a Washington. He's Denzel Washington's son. He was in Tenet. And it looks like a really good science fiction movie. And I learned something very interesting today that it was only made for $80 million. Huh. Is that all? Apparently, um, a lot of the reason a lot of these movies blow their budget is because they film a bunch of stuff and the VFX artists don't know what they have to make. So they just make a bunch of stuff and then they do edits because the directors are not really sure how they want to edit the movie down based on so much input. So that's why you get really overblown budgets. But apparently, Gareth Edwards shot everything edited the entire movie, and then went back and did the VFX and saved himself a ton of money. Damn. Yeah. So I hear the movie's kind of on the Akira Blade Runner vibe, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's the creator coming out uh, this weekend um, uh, by Gareth Edwards, who was also uh, the director of Rogue One. So that's that's what's up. And that's what's up for TV things, man. Yep. That Well, that sounds good to me. Yeah. And now that the strike is over, I'm looking, We're forward, get back to good looking forward to seeing some movies and some TV shows. And hopefully people are getting paid what they deserve. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. The best part is that hopefully people are getting what they you know tried to get. Exactly. Hopefully, anyway. Well. Well, that's what we got for TV things, and we'll be right back. Now you're the world's ultimate detective, Batman. You find the clue, and evil's through. The Mad Hatter and his robotic rabbit are on the loose as Detective Batman and Crime Solver Nightwing use incredible Crime Solver lens technology to track them down. I found a rabbit. Fire! Now, to blow the lid off the case, cut loose the revolutionary Night Striker Batmobile. Souped up with enough secret firepower to make the hat go splat. You find the clue, and evil's through. Be the man, Batman. Batman Crime Solvers. Figures and vehicles, each sold separately. And we are back. Well, that was another little happy, fun little show. Chill 53, man. Uh, number 53. Yeah, absolutely. Channel 53. Yeah, so thanks again for listening to us and uh, rocking with us. Yeah. You know, uh, we're where the toys are. We're here to give you toy news and have uh, discussions about toys. And uh, funny enough, we're talking about toys. Uh, while we took a break and came back... Um, I went to Target and got four more grunts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had all this stuff delivered. So earlier in the show, we talk about I have stuff sitting at the store. Yeah. Well, in this, we, this is a two-part show. We recorded it two days in a row. And on today, Daniel brought all the stuff from the store. So I yeah. have this pile of shit in front of me. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, so it was kind of cool to get over here. And uh, Brett got the uh, Boba Fett Boba throne, Fett's room. throne room. I got a grunt. You got a grunt? There's like seven grunts in the room right There's now. There's hella grunts. I got a box of grunts. I got. Um, I hit Target and got on discount uh, the Dungeons & Dragons uh, 40th anniversary uh, figures yeah. from the animated series for cheap, cheap, cheap. Got myself some more grunts. Um, my Big Ben came in finally from Walmart. Walmart finally delivered my Big Ben. He looks good. He looks really good. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Big Ben is a great character from uh, the original G.I. Joe line. He's an SAS trooper. And uh, it's funny because uh, he's, he's got a new neck uh, articulation. So his neck moves at the base and moves at the, at the throat. 
And uh, yeah, it's a great looking figure. And uh, Walmart, throat goat. Wa- <laughs> He's a throat goats. Walmart finally delivered something that I actually wanted, not a gung ho. Thank you, thank God. Yeah, now I got to cancel <coughs> Speaking that. Speaking of throat goats, now I got to cancel that Walmart uh, that Walmart Plus subscription that I got stuck with. I should be getting some more things this week there. Yeah. Oh, I tracked out an Uncle Gil on eBay. Uncle oh, nice. Gilbert. Nice. Um, they're you know they're going for like two hundred bucks. Holy crap! They're two hundred dollars, and I found one that's forty five dollars. Did Palisades make? Those? No, Who it was those? Diamond Select. Diamond Select. Yeah, and they made those like 15 have, years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like mid, yeah. Like I have, mid-aughts. I have the, the Lily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From that. It's ugly. Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. So I got I got him coming. So re- I splurged a little bit today. So real, real quickly, just to remember, uh, G.I. Joe collectors, those grunts are out there. Uh, they're they're in the stores. They're in the back. Again, when I found uh, two grunts, I, I got two from the back. They were just... In the back, so my conspiracy is holding through. Yep, grunty, um, grunty. So they're out there, and uh, also in Target news, this happened overnight. Uh, Target announced it's closing a bunch of troubled stores in the United States. Yeah, it's closing uh, the Folsom Street location yep. in San Francisco. It's closing the Broadway location, that little mini Target, and, oh. it's, and it's closing locations in Seattle, closing a location in New York. Chicago, just a bunch of places where they keep getting robbed. Oh, God. And it's interesting, because now when you go to Target or you go to Walmart or whatever, you have, like, armed guards standing at the doors. Yeah. Two, like, four of them total. It's scary. And that's post-pandemic, you know, but, you know, my, I was talking to my mom today before I came over here, and she's like, you need to be careful. It's a very dangerous world. I'm like, yeah, but you got to remember, a um, hundred years ago, it's the wild, wild fucking West, where you'll probably get robbed, you'll probably get shot. Yeah, but I don't want to live in the wild West. This isn't the wild West. I, I agree, but oh, what I'm saying is like, it's like, you know, as awful as it can be in a lot of big cities, you know, we're having a lot of problems, like, you know, it's just the way it seems to be. we got to remember, we've only been this civilized for maybe 150 years, oh, which is God. not very long. What a scary thought. Yeah. But anyways, well. everybody, uh, that's our pre-Halloween scare. <laughs> be safe out there. Uh-huh. We love you so much. we got lots of tricks and treats coming up in the next couple episodes, including a star-studded Halloween episode. Yeah, we're going to have a lot that of you're going to shit your pants. Yes. Uh, hopefully not literally. No, no. That- uh, thanks to everybody for always sticking around. It's 53. We're going to... Another 53 for ya. You know. Yeah. And remember, it's the end of September and happy pre Halloween. And we will see you in October, our favorite month and the spookiest month. And the best month of all time. Absolutely. As we say this time on every show, peace through plastic. Take care, everyone. Toys, you'll never outgrow us. Each sold separately. I like those odds.